think back in our memory too far to remember what a scene that was yeah. last year. You know, TJ didn't think we should open the upper deck, but we no, went against but his TJ sources said you weren't going to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I told him he needs to get better sources. That's but, right. Yeah, maybe that's right. once in a while. I thought that's you that told road, me that, Joe. <laughs> no, <laughs> you were my source. What's going on? No. <laughs> good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show. We got a big one tonight in the LNC. The number one ranked Sooner women's gymnastics team back home, West Virginia. The opponent tonight, and we welcome in K.J. Kindler. Coach, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks. It is game day. We got West Virginia in town tonight, and uh, I haven't asked you yet about how you felt like you performed uh, down there against Texas women's last week, another 198 plus. I I mean, honestly, I think it was one of our best meets of the year. Denver, both the Denver meet and the TW meet, TWU meet really come to mind because we're kind of hitting on all cylinders. Uh, everyone was in a groove. It, it was just a really smooth um, and well-executed meet from top to bottom. So felt really good about that. Boy, Jordan Bowers is in some kind of a groove right now. Four straight all-around titles for you. Yeah, I mean, all-around is something we we honestly aren't seeing as much in the NCAA because it is so difficult to get on all four events when you're on such a strong team. And um, we've seen some really great all-rounders around the country, but Jordan is definitely amongst the best. I know she was ranked in the top six last week in the country, uh, which is huge, um, and uh, yeah, she's just been knocking it out on every single event for us every week. All right, we've been trying to kind of keep track of Olivia Troutman as she's trying to work her way back here. Where do you feel like she is going into tonight? Well, I mean, this is a great reason for Sooner fans to come out tonight <laughs> because Olivia is uh, definitely adding bars uh, nice. into the lineup, and Vault is a is a consideration this morning. So um, we could be seeing her on, on three of the four events. What does that mean to your team? I mean, I know that 
she's been there and she's been around the team and still a leader even though she's not been out there as much. But to get her back in more events and back in the lineup, what kind of a lift is that for you guys? Oh, a huge huge lift. Like you said, she's a leader in, in and out of the gym, on the competition floor, no matter if she's doing one routine or zero. And uh, this is honestly just a huge um, accomplishment for her personally. You know, we, we didn't know if she would ever do gymnastics again this fall. And uh, I was more to the opinion that maybe it was time to, you know, put down the grips and, and retire. And she fought me 100% on that. Um, she knows her body better than I do. Obviously, I, I never underestimate Olivia's spirit or her motivation. Um, but I, I was concerned, and honestly, she's feeling better than she was last year. So I'm, I'm proud of her for making that decision and telling me to go take a flying leap. And <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty—I mean, it's pretty incredible what she's done. So though I know the team will will be very proud of her, this is a personal accomplishment for her. You know, once again to overcome all this adversity. All right, you're about halfway through the season, maybe a little past halfway through. When you kind of pick your head up and look around the rest of the country, I mean, you've seen LSU, you've seen Utah, saw uh, LSU beat Florida in Baton Rouge last week. Who impresses you around the country? Who who do you think is going to be your main competition when it comes down to playing for it all? You know, this is a tough one because – you know, Alabama took us to the wire a couple weeks ago. The top 10 teams are exceptional. So to me, on any given night, it could go either way. You really have to be on your game. There's, there's not a given in that top 10. There really isn't. But Florida, um, though they were on the road at LSU and, and faltered, they did, definitely did not have their best meet. They are definitely probably a top contender along with Michigan, who we're going to see both of them next weekend. Um, I think those two are extremely dangerous. Um, And then uh, I would say, I mean, Auburn still, you can't count Auburn out with Suni Lee. And um, they've been resting her the last couple weeks. So certainly they're not putting up their best scores with her resting on a couple events. Um, You know, it, Honestly, it's anybody's game. This is a this is a really tight group in the top ten. Yeah, coach is right. Uh, we're we're all about the West Virginia meet tonight, but next week, folks, a monster. Florida comes to town next Friday night, and then the Sooners will be on the road at Michigan on the following Monday. So that's going to be fun. How impressive is it what Faith Torres is doing as a true freshman for you guys this year? It's extremely impressive, mostly just because of her um, her mental toughness. Um, she's and she's just so casual about what she does, and I think that that's the thing that impresses me the most. She just does not get um, anxious about the pressure that's involved. She's enjoying every single moment of it. Uh, she takes things as they come. You know, sometimes she's in the vault lineup, sometimes she's not. She doesn't take it personally when she's not, and she's still fighting and trying to get in there. Um, she's just she's just a really cool competitor, and you just don't see that from freshmen. You know, there's usually a lot of learning curves and, and ups and downs, and 
I just see her continuing to go up, up, up as we've gone through the season. I would imagine one of the most interesting parts of your job, because it takes so much focus and concentration, is figuring out who needs geared up and who needs calmed down when it comes time mm-hmm. to perform. You know, I, I would imagine some of your girls need a pep talk and some of them need just relax. It's all going to be okay. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of them you got to amp them up, like you said, and some are just better when they, they kind of get in that calm mentality upstairs. So, yeah, you have to definitely treat them as individuals. All right, uh, West Virginia tonight. What do we know about the Mountaineers, KJ? You know, they're fighting for a spot in the postseason right now. So, to me, they're very dangerous because they are probably working extremely hard in the gym um, to put themselves in a position to qualify on. And, you know, floor is definitely their best event. They're exceptional tumblers. Um, you know, I talked to the coach last night. He's very excited to be here. They are they are pushing their team forward. Uh, they have big goals at this meet. So, um, you know, I, I think personally, sometimes when you get a slow start like that, you just kind of fly once you figure it all out. And, and this team has definitely been turning it around the last couple weeks. No pressure tonight, uh, Coach TJ. Uh, KJ Kindler in her 17 seasons at OU undefeated against the current members of the Big 12 in the regular season. A perfect 48-0 and all time. So we're going to try well, to stay I perfect did... tonight. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know these stats. Now That's you're going to the... be in her head, Toby. What are you doing? 40... Yeah, I just want to reiterate, Coach, you have never <laughs> lost in the regular season in the, okay. in the Big 12. <laughs> In 17 years. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Any wrinkles to the lineup or anything tonight? Uh, yeah, actually, we are resting Danae Fletcher. She, um, she's had a couple of, uh, you know, small things she's been managing. She needs to take the week off. So we're definitely going to see some changes on floor, vault, and bars um, with her absence, but hoping to get her right back into the lineup next week. Um, but, but she definitely needs to take a breather this week. 6.45 tonight, folks. Get there in time for the intros and the laser shows and the smoke bombs and all the kind of cool stuff at the beginning. And then you got OU in West Virginia after that. Just a reminder, K.J. Kindler undefeated in her 17-year career against the Big 12. She'll see if she can keep that going tonight. Coach, good luck. You're killing me. You're killing me. Ah, you're good. You'll handle it. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. All right. Thank you. See ya. There you go. Boy, she hung up quickly. I don't know she if she did. liked that She's at mad. all. <laughs> She's definitely mad at me. There was no uh, boomer there for I me to I can't wait until it's now Toby's fault. Yeah. I mean, just look at uh, look at some of these stats. Um, again, 17 years. This is not a small sample size, TJ. She is 48-0 against the Big 12 in the regular season. Um, that's... That's good. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, you'd rather be that than You'd rather be that than 48. Yeah, exactly. Or even 47 and 1. Pretty good. I like their chances tonight. I really do. Uh, but next week is when the whole world's going to be watching. You got, you got ESPN coming to town next week for the Florida 
matchup. One, it, it was one versus two. We'll see. Florida lost to LSU, so they might drop a little bit. But massive, massive showdown next Friday night when Florida comes to town. Um, so, anyway, tonight, 645, it'll be OU West Virginia. And then just stay. Or Here's what I recommend, Teach. Bring a pillow. I think they'll let I you in with a pillow, won't they? I don't think they will allow this, but go ahead. Bring a sleeping bag and a pillow. Um, listen, anybody working security tonight, I'm giving you permission. Let people in with sleeping bags and pillows. I mean, pat them down, you know, make sure that they're not trying to A sooner sleepover, any. you're saying. Just spend the night. Come watch the women's gymnastics team. We'll leave a concession stand open. Spend the night. And uh, tomorrow you got you got OU Texas right there. You already be there. Maybe bring some toothpaste. De- deodorant. That'd probably be good. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. bring a toiletry bag with you. <laughs> Shit, they're going to allow. Yes, they're going to allow all of this in. This is a, the, Let me start over. Bring a pillow, a sleeping bag, and a toiletry bag with you. Right. Because we want people brushing their teeth. Um, Can they go over then, to the uh, practice facility and shower before the game tomorrow? You allowing that? I don't think so. That oh, okay. All right. brings a whole different level of liability into this. I. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So uh, that's what I recommend tonight. Uh, Eight sixteen. We'll take a break. Toby and TJ with you Friday morning. T row in the morning show. Thanks to Skip. Thanks to Jenny. Thanks to KJ. Back after this. This OU coaches interview is brought to you by the Landers Auto Group of Norman. Lander Chevy at I-35 and Ed Noble Parkway and Lander CDJR at 481 North Interstate Drive next to Walmart. Toby and TJ back with you, Brian. There's your long-distance dedication. Alex, shout-out to you, too, my main man, Alex. We became best friends the other day. Hopefully he's still in the car listening. He oh, may really? already be in the school. But a Is Alex a youngster? Alex. Uh, Alex is a youngster, you- a big fan of mine, I hear. So I was embarrassing really? him, I think, the other day as I found this out. I roll my window down, and I'm just yelling on the uh, in front of the school, Alex! Alex! <laughs> and he's just smiling, uh, red-faced. Trying to How walk old away is Alex? Me. Is he a junior uh, higher? Uh, sixth grade, sixth grade, yeah. Is there any chance he's got us confused and he thinks you're me and I'm you? Is there um, any chance perhaps, of that at all? Perhaps, okay. but I don't think so. Hmm. Pretty much the popular one, you know, with the... There's no doubt about that. <laughs> the middle school kids, that sounds bad. Even I like you more than I like me. <laughs> right. Uh, man, TJ, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Man, TJ, Toby pulls no punches. Quote, I think they will get have a good crowd tomorrow. The men are out of town, end quote. Now I didn't mean it like that. I'm just Look saying there's n- they're Look not competing against anything else. Look so. at you. Uh, Except baseball. Here's somebody sent me a video link to a giraffe killing a lion who killed her baby animal in the wild. These people really want you to know that giraffes are dangerous animals. It, so am I. <laughs> uh, Listen, I got some things to avoid. I got to watch out for the neck. I got to watch out for the kick. I'm not planning on killing its baby before and angering it or anything. Uh, but I firmly believe I'm favored. In a matchup versus a giraffe. I think we're just going to have to settle this. How easy would it be to like slap a chokehold on that thing? You know what I mean? 
not very easy. You're not that tall. I guess, like I said, I got to take its legs out from under it. You're not Boom, taking its, its down legs the ground. out. It's knocked you 50 feet across the ground. Uh-uh. With I'm charging its, its legs from the side. It's not going to kick me sideways. I'm charging. Lo- I've thought about this, okay? Do you think a lion can't charge it out in the wild and that uh, I don't know what the li- whip around with its neck and wrong. knock it away? Uh, the no. lion made a mistake. I can't tell you what the lion did wrong. Maybe the lion wasn't paying attention. But I charge it from the side. Legs can't kick sideways. Boom, I got it on the ground. I'm throwing all of my body weight right into the legs. Take it down like bowling pins. On the ground, quickly slap the chokehold on it, and bam, out like a light. <laughs> You're a lot tougher in your head than I think you really are. I'm just slapping a chokehold on it. You've never slapped a chokehold on anything in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like know if I could reach around a giraffe neck. It's probably like, pretty thick. Act like you're just an expert at that. I just knock it down, slap a choke it's hold easy. on it. That's what this I do. Is easy. That's what I do in life. You just knock the legs out from under the giraffe and you just throw a choke hold on it. Anybody could do it. I don't know why the lion the lion didn't do it, because the lion has tiny arms. We can't the lion can't throw a choke hold on a giraffe like I can. So pretty much I'm better than the lion. <laughs> Uh, this one says the statue of Toby would be a uh, statue of a car pulled forward at a Wendy's drive through. <laughs> Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Uh, in an interview, it's a rhetorical boomer. Don't say it back, Toby. It's for the nation. Okay. All right. Well, that's the approach I've taken, but I did get a little criticism there, so I'm just making sure. Uh, I also had a trivia question sent in. Someone wanted me to give to you. Oh, I like uh, trivia. What's the subject of this uh, trivia question? Oklahoma University Baseball. All right. Um, Do they what, know the answer, or are they just asked? No, they sent me the answer. Okay. What great Sooner baseball player previously played at Ryder? So it's a great Yes. It's not just a run-of-the-mill average player. No, this uh, this person had success at the next level as well. How far back am I going here? Uh, 80s. I think that's right. This, I could give you another hint, but it would give it away immediately, I think. Mm, 80, don't say anything else. 80s OU baseball, and this sure person went right. to the major leagues. Yes. Uh, pitcher or outfielder? Or pitcher or batter? Isn't that too much information? Okay, don't tell me, don't tell me. Jack Armstrong. Uh, that's correct, that's correct. Am I right there? Is he early 90s? He's 80s, right? That's right. Uh, I'm trying to think of a Cincinnati time period. Uh, yeah, he's, not, Jack- he's 80s, yeah. Jack Armstrong started the All-Star game for my Cincinnati Reds in 91? He, he was definitely in the 80s at OU. I'm trying to think of when he started. I'm going to have to Google that up. Uh, that was, I, I, by the way, I cheated and looked it up. I did not know the answer to that. Okay. Yeah, he's got to be mid-80s at Oklahoma. Yeah, he was mid-80s yeah, at OU, yeah. for sure. Okay. I'm trying to, to how long... When did he start the All-Star game? Um, go ahead, read another one while I Google this. Up. Um, this says, this is a very informative uh, text from Tom D'Amato, class of 1993, now living in Norman, from Ryder. 
Uh, Ryder Bronx, oh. our first AD, was the legendary coach Claire B., who nicknamed the athletic programs the Rough Riders. In 1955, the nickname was changed to the Bronx, the horse ridden by the Rough Riders. And FYI, fellow MAC member Manhattan College, located in the Bronx, New York. In 1990, um, Jack Armstrong started the All-Star Game. Um, please send me that. This is the kind of information I look for, TJ, as you know. To share in a uh, radio broadcast. Yeah, I don't have the game until Sunday, but I love that kind of history and background. And so thank you, whoever sent that in. Um, yeah, send it my way, Teach. We never played Ryder in baseball. I'm, I'm interested to know how this showdown came about. Maybe Jack Armstrong arranged it. I don't know. They have five-foot rods that extend from the top of the fire hydrant so they can find them in the snow in Wyoming. That's from Oklahoma Jed. Wow. How about that? Okay. We were a long time ago we were talking yes, about Yes, yes. Uh, this one says when he's running into the end zone at the Cotton Bowl with his finger in the air should be the statue. On the Kyler okay. Murray statue. Kyler Murray statue pose. All right. All right. Uh, his little hop, step, or gallop into the end zone. So I think that's the consensus on mm -hmm. uh, what it should be there. Uh, Toby's statue should be him wedged into the tiny booth at the Mont. <laughs> 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 that's a long-time listener. <laughs> Again, that was my fault. Uh, you could have dropped the clip there on that. I picked that booth, I believe, that day. Oh, no, no. no. Casey may have been there first, because I think you and I arrived at the same time, and she was already at a booth. So. Yeah, I remember uh, walking into the Mont and looking at Casey was already there, our boss. She called a meeting. We were on the verge of being fired. We had to work some things out, and Casey wanted to meet with us. And I walk into the Mont, and Casey's sitting at one of the mini tables, and I'm like, oh, boy. So I wedged my i mean wedged isn't even the right word like i was uh, out of breath by the time i got my fat crammed into that booth so <laughs> that's a good text today. I'll, I'll have the salad please i'll just have a water <laughs> hopefully uh oklahoma johnny says hopefully the university and city of norman treat this spring game day uh the last spring game none of the streets were closed so getting out of the stadium took forever and traffic getting out of norman was terrible Come on, City of Norman. Uh, TJ, see if you can do something about that. I'll see if I can do something about that. Yeah, they weren't prepared, I don't think, for that crowd last year. No, that's your fault. <laughs> Forget Giraffe. <laughs> Toby would struggle with Jeffrey, the Toys R Us Giraffe. It's from Bumpy Rose. <laughs> Kyler's. I'm not even going to respond to that. That's an insult. Kyler's statue should be him hugging Toby's arm in a helicopter. That's that way Toby gets a statue too. <laughs> Just like all you see though is my arm. You got Kyler gripping this unknown arm as we land uh, through terrible turbulence at Max Westheimer Airport. But I only get my right arm in there. <laughs> Uh, sometimes on Tuesdays, Coach Stoops gives Teddy and Tyler a boomer sooner, uh, a boomer. Once in a while, Teddy will give one back. I don't think uh, either is a wrong response. It is the home of Sooner fans. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, uh, someone verifying it was 85. Jack finished up in uh, in Norman, so 
Uh, played for the Reds. Toby should have known right away it was Jack Armstrong. So there we are. Well, I didn't know the writer part of that. <laughs> That's Pat- good info. <laughs> Patrick's listening, by the way. He says, thanks for the love, I think. <laughs> From over at the Mott. Patrick, uh, your, I mean, your boosts uh, are great, Patrick, for people like me. They weren't so great for Toby. I got no problem. Patrick, it's not. This isn't on you. There's plenty of tables there. There's an outdoor patio. There's all kinds of stuff. My family knows if we go out to eat, I don't like booths. Not Now, not all of them are as tight as they are at the Mont, but a lot of them are uncomfortably tight. And I'm a bigger guy. And so I like a table. This isn't on you, Patrick. Your booths are very... Uh, they're they're historic. Don't do a thing. Toby would prefer like the blue room or something over there where he just has plenty of room. Yeah, just make sure you keep the case so flowing, Patrick. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, break time. He says he's still rolling. Uh, no, the last one here, he texts back. He says he's seen Brady Manic squeeze into one of those booths. <laughs> <laughs> we did have to call the fire department to get me out. I got in, but I couldn't get out without help. 832, back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I'm looking here. Yes. All right, Sooner Nation, we are two months away from this year's spring game, and we can't wait to pack the palace again. We need this place to be loud and electric, so we're counting on everybody to do their part. Start making your tailgating plans now. This year's kickoff will be at 11 a.m. Can't wait to see everybody again. Uh, Coach. What? It's, it's at 2.30. This year's kickoff will be at 11 a.m. Hey, man, I'm so used to 11 a.m. kickoffs around here. This year's kickoff will be at 11... 2... i do that again. This year's kickoff will be at 11... Start making your tailgating plans now. This year's kickoff will be at 2.30 p.m. Can't wait to see everybody there. Boomer. I give him an Emmy. Fantastic work. Fantastic acting work by Brent Venables. Pow-pow. Let's see Sarkeesian do that. You think Sarkeesian no, can do that? No, definitely not. Zero chance. Zero. Uh, 2.30 kickoff. People are going to love that. Uh, April 22 is the date you need to know there. XFL, by the way, this weekend, TJ, our Dallas Renegades play at uh, 6 o'clock Sunday night. I saw Bob on uh, SportsCenter yesterday. Renegades at the Houston Roughnecks on Sunday night on ESPN2, so make sure you tune in for that. All right, TJ, you ready for a rousing rendition of Who You Got? Who You Got? TJ, who sponsors your gut? Uh, my gut's sponsored by the wonderful men and women over at Champion Home Loans. Great rates, low fees, winning sure? experience. Winwithchampion.com is the website, 405-716-4565. These guys are local. They're not some Yahoo in West uh, uh, Vermont somewhere answering a uh, telemarketing call. These guys are right here. They're in your community. They love helping you, Champion Home Loans. Uh, apologies to people who live in West Vermont. Okay, here you go, Teach. Just the ones in the call center is all I meant. Those yahoos. What'd you go two and three last week? I think I was. Uh, When's the last time you had a winning record? Four and on who one. You got uh, the no, week well, before last, two weeks no. ago. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, that's true. 
I went three and three. That's a win in your contest. That's not a winning record, no. (laughs) TCU at Texas Tech, also at 11 a.m. Awesome. TCU at Texas Tech. Uh, Boy, Tech's hot. Tech's hot. TCU is not as much as Tech is hot. But TCU uh, will be the one on Saturday. Frogs are going in there, huh? At 11, the Frogs will win. One o'clock, Texas visits Baylor. Who you got? Woo! Texas That's tied a bar first. fire right there. Um, Baylor hot on their heels. I'm going to say, give me the Baylor Bears. Yeah, I think you're right there. K-State at O-State. Battle of the States. Who you got? That's a 1 o'clock tip. Uh, O-State's kind of uh, fallen off here a little bit. I'm going to go K-State in that game. West Virginia at Kansas at three. Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That was quick. Yeah. And the OU men will be at Iowa State, 11 a.m. tip inside Hilton Coliseum. Rowdy Hilton Coliseum. Give me the Sooners on the road to knock off the Cyclones. I like that pick. Rambunctious is another word I like to use in Hilton Coliseum. So you got Porter Moser's team to pull off the upset tomorrow. I've been feeling good about this game this week, even after what we've seen recently, and uh, I think they'll play well tomorrow. I think they're going to. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to beat Iowa State. Caleb Grill, an unknown, going into this. He's missed the last two with a back. Yes. Don't know if he's going to be back or not. He hit five threes, including the backbreaker. Ah, oh. I see what you did there. I am peaking late in the week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, when these two teams played back in early January in Norman. So you're sticking with that pick, OU and the upset. I'm sticking with that pick, and hopefully there's a pick set if he is in the game and an elbow goes into that back, and perhaps he's not in the rest of the game. You want to pick the OU-Texas women's game, or you want to keep this just the men? Um... Well, I'm not going to pick against the Sooners uh, in that game, so I would pick OU in that game. I don't mind picking OU in that game. Very good. Uh, I didn't. I'm springing this on you, but I do think uh, we need to get the pet of the weekend. It is Friday, and we have not done that yet. Yes, I'm sure Victor's all kinds of mad at us. And this little sweetheart is adorable. So let's get Rowdy adopted today, TJ. Tell folks about Rowdy and how they can adopt him from the Norman Animal Welfare Shelter. Brought to you by Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming uh, resort right here in Norman. Hello, Two locations. Rowdy. Rowdy. Hello, Rowdy. Rowdy is a 28-pound neutered male, three-year-old beagle mix, brown and white coloring. Says he's a happy-go-lucky boy. The pink uh, 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 leash fooled he, me. He so just you're telling shows me Rowdy's he, a boy. He just shows that he's confident in wearing certain colors like Parker Thune is. Gotcha. Um, Makes who, sense. Uh, in that promo, which I love every time when Seeley goes, That's because you're woke, Thune! <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy is a happy-go-lucky boy wanting his forever home. Um, he likes hiking. Would like to hike with you. Yeah. Says activities like scent work. He's I love sniffing around. Apparently, this Rowdy. Hmm. Uh, I'm ready to meet you and your family. Rowdy looks like a character. One, I love the name. Do not change the name. Yeah. He's got a long beagle body, and they said, Rowdy, we're gonna try to get you your forever home, get you adopted. And he said, All right, hold on. Yep. Yeah, 
And he went into pose mode, kicked the back leg out, and said, How I look now? Uh, looking straight up at the camera. And, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Put his back. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me get my skinny pose on. He, uh, he does the thing where it filters out the, uh, like, uh, probably some, uh, fluff that he's got going on there. He goes, Let me <laughs> stretch right. this right here. Let me show this back. Uh, muscle. A very cute, like. uh, looking dog. Middle, middle, uh, middle size there, 28 pounds. But uh, short and stubby, kind of um, yeah. that beagle body, little short legs. Um, he looks like he would be a lot of fun. Rowdy yeah. looks like a great dog. It looks like a perfect name. It looks like he's a, just a bit of a troublemaker. Funny. Yeah, Rowdy, Rowdy needs a home, folks. So uh, let's help Rowdy get adopted. How can folks, uh, if they're interested, how can they adopt Rowdy? Uh, check with the uh, City of Norman Animal Shelter, 3428 South Jenkins Avenue, right here in Norman, 405-292-9736. Out of the area, if you want to see the animals available at your shelters in your areas, adoptapet.com. Put in your zip code. It'll bring up all the animals in your area. So big thanks to Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and uh, OK Canine Corral. Got a little bit of breaking news out there in college basketball in the last half hour. Ole Miss has fired Kermit Davis, their head coach. Um, so I believe that only leaves one working Kermit in America. The frog. That's right. Yeah. Kermit Davis, who we saw earlier this year in Orlando. Remember, Ole Miss was supposed to be good. When we played them, they were a projected NCAA tournament team. Season has gone south on them. Win Case takes over as the interim head coach at Ole Miss. The former Oklahoma City University longtime head coach, the interim head coach now at uh, Ole Miss. I do want to let people know, too, Monday there is a Sooners Helping Sooners luncheon. Uh, featuring Skip Johnson, our very own Skip Johnson. It will be held at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. It is a benefit for Sooners Helping Sooners, which is a great organization that um, uh, they try to run. They try to help out former Sooner athletes. Taco would always get mad at me for saying former, but I don't know how else to phrase it in this situation who are in need of some sort. Perhaps they've got some medical bills or have fallen on hard times or whatever the case may be. For years and years and years, uh, Jay O'Neill over there has done a great job in running this thing. Um, uh, so you can participate in this luncheon if you'd like. Individual seats are $200. And... Um, you can get in touch with Sooners Helping Sooners if you would like to attend the luncheon on Monday at the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Club. Break time. Chris Plank, I guess. I, I was Callie? just about to say, I just realized, yeah, we'll have Chris Plank. Cali time. But he's also been up doing Mad Dog this morning on Cali time. I just realized that, thinking about that. And this surprises you? No, it doesn't. It's just... It's amazing. He's just a beast. I mean, it's just amazing. He is a beast. Yeah, he is a beast who never needs sleep. He's got two games today, by the way, too, TJ, to call. Back with Chris right after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination.
The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat. Convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week. No appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. We got Sooner softball today out in California, I think, maybe. We'll see what the weather's like. Let's check in with our man, uh, Chris Plank. Uh, first off, Chris, take us through your last 24 hours or so. Well, we um, so we took off yesterday from Oklahoma City at, let's see, about 1 o'clock. So bus spot, got over there, got over our equipment there. A safe, smooth flight to Vegas. And then we got stuck in Vegas for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think we had about a... We had a three-hour layover. You played the slots a, in the airport? A lot of, no, you know what? They're very enticing, right, because you see people winning. But they right. suck in, man. That's what they do in Vegas. They suck in. So, so yes, no, you did. So we got stuck there, but it was kind of cool because we got stuck there, and then we ended up flying from Vegas to Palm Springs later in the evening with both the um, the Oregon and the Cal team. Uh, huh. Was that uncomfortable? Yeah, they had a problem. No, no, it was great. Because um, all these girls know each other. They all play travel ball together. Now, the broadcasters, that was where the issue was. There might have been right. some side eyes thrown. <laughs> um, but we got here. Got here uh, not in time to practice last night. Got here a little bit too late. So uh, the girls had team meetings, and they, they went through everything. And Then we're uh, waking up to cold weather. But good news, Toby Rowland, we're not right. waking up to rain. We're just waking up to cold weather right now. Cold it's beautiful today? outside. It's just freezing. I think um, – they got every game in yesterday. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised, but um, we'll see. There, it looks gorgeous. I mean, it really does. I mean, I'm, I'm looking out my window right now. Blue skies, little cloud, but it's can you see a golf course from your window? I cannot see the golf course from my window, thankfully, because that's that's complete and total FOMO the whole time. Whenever I'm here, people golf. But the funny thing is, one of the first people I saw this morning was a dude going out for his tea time. He was he was bundled up like he was playing in December in uh, in, in Norman over at the trails, but it's um, it's just it's cold right now. Here's the big concern if, if if I can nerd out for a moment. The big concern is these fields, and these aren't these aren't regular softball fields. These are um, you know a lot of travel balls played on these fields. These are you know recreational fields for the most. They're not part. very well kept. That's a that's really getting to the point there. I was trying to be a little kinder, maybe beat around the bush a little bit. They're but crappy. No. <laughs> so the big issue is if we get any rain, how much can it? How much will it hurt it? And I know. Listen, this is going to send. Well, I got an email from Mary Nutter, and they put it out that they've got twenty grounds crew members. Awesome, awesome. But they've also got four <laughs> fields. So <laughs> I mean. It's you can bring in all the tarps and all the grounds crew people that you want, but eventually, it kind of is what it is with some of these fields. So I'm actually T Row. Here's an unfortunate thing that's happening because I've tried to stay negative to work the re- reverse jinx. I'm actually feeling pretty positive right now. I'm actually feeling really good about the chances to be able to play some games, to not just today but also tomorrow. So we'll keep our fingers crossed that Mother Nature's and these fields cooperate because so far so good. You know they got every game in last night. I think that's a that's a good start. Two thirty, Cal State Fullerton. Five o'clock, Texas A and M, Oklahoma time. Right? 
That's Jay? right. Okay. Are you guys really playing at 9.30 in the morning out there tomorrow and Sunday? That is correct. Oh, my god. That gosh. is correct. And, and, and the big game against UCLA is a 9.30 first pitch. Yeah. Maybe the, yeah. maybe the biggest game of the early season of college softball is a 9.30 a.m. first pitch. So, yeah. Gracious, gracious. Okay. How good's right? Kansas State Fullerton right out of the block here? Who we, you know, the, yeah, they're not bad. Um, they're, they're, Jordy they're, Ball going to pitch game one, you think, or the Sabre for A&M? So. No, 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 no. I, I think that – I say absolutely, but we came out here – Last year, and, and, and Coach kind of did a few different things with the, with the rotation. But here's my feeling and my theory on Jordy is always that Coach wants to get out there and have her start the weekend off right. And so that's why I feel like you see Jordy pitch a lot of the openers. She did it against Longwood. She did it um, in the opening game of the season uh, against Duke. I think if you go back to last year, she probably pitched the first game of just about every single series. So, you know, Jordy is she's their tone setter. So um, I would assume I would assume that she would get the start. You know what? I'm I missed an opportunity, Toby. I was I was in the car with Jen Rocha last night. I mean, I could have got this answered, but I was too busy asking her about the best place to get a burrito around here. That's I need much to start more getting important. focused. Yeah, your but, accommodations okay out there? Are they taking care of you? Are you in your room broadcasting today? What? Give us all the deets. You know, there's kind of a funny story about that. Uh, yes, I'm in my room right now. And so last night when we were traveling, you know, I, um, I was joking with TJ about this. You know, I kind of didn't really factor in the West Coast thing when I said, sure, I'll do the Mad Dog show on Friday. Didn't really register to me where I would be on Friday. And um, one of the guys with uh, one of the guys who travels with the team, I'll let him remain nameless for now. But he goes, yeah, he goes, man, thankfully your show isn't as early as Toby's because I heard he's still getting grief from Ryan Humphrey for waking him up. And I was like, ah, I don't have the heart to tell you that, bro. If you're next to me, I'm on at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> but th- thankfully, we found some accommodations, so we're good to go. But we are, we are live today from room 431 and ready to roll with the Plank Show coming up next. Two road trips since that infamous Ryan Humphrey situation. Both times, as soon as they hand him the room key, he says, Toby, what room are you in? <laughs> First thing. The old Michael Dean trick. He's got to know what room I'm in, but he's got a reason. All right. Hey, Chris, knock him dead out there. Have a great show. Get us some dubs. Be safe. Have fun. And we'll talk to you on, uh, well, I'll probably bug you here for an update or something. Yeah, bug me anytime, buddy. Have a great day. All right. See you. Chris Blank coming up next. Thanks to Skip Johnson, Jenny Baranchek, KJ Kindler. TJ, great job. I got pregame for you 1030 tomorrow morning in Ames. Have a great weekend, everybody.